Hi, and welcome to the Horizon Church podcast. Horizon Church is a Christ-centred, Word-based and Spirit-led church. We are so happy to bring this week's message to you. And on behalf of our pastors, Brad and Ali Bonhomme and the Horizon Church team, we pray it's a blessing to you. Well, good morning, church. It is so wonderful to be with you. Our second last service before we are back in Sydney in face-to-face services. I am just so excited about that. Just a little reminder, it's already been said in the service today, but we are back in our Sydney campuses, Sutherland and St Andrews, uh, on the 7th of November. Uh, And that's going to be just really exciting. Everyone is welcome, okay? There is no distinction. Everybody is welcome. Our kids' programs will be back in, um, yeah, full full flight. It's just going to be uh, an amazing day in church. And so thank you too to our our other campuses, our online campus and our um, WA campus in Dunsborough. Um, we, we're just so grateful for your prayers and your support for the Sydney campuses during this time. So it is a joy to be preaching today. It is going to be a great celebration. And of course, through November and December, that it's just going to be a fun, fun time in church life. It is the time to be present. It's the time to be together and to make up for the last four months and just have an absolutely cranking time through November. November and December leading into Christmas. It's going to, just going to be a great Christmas this year, isn't it? Well, I am really excited to preach today. You know, even in this time of restriction, and of course, um, Sydney, the restrictions are, are rolling back thick and fast and have over the last two weeks. But even in this restricted time, just amazing things have been happening. One of the things I've absolutely loved is that at our St Andrews campus, we have had so many babies born and um, it's just been amazing. So we've got um, little Evie that we're coming back to, and Charlene's little girl and um, Andrew and Leah are about to have a baby and um, we'll be getting to know little Luca who is Nick and Amy's little baby boy and we're going to get to know him more because he was kind of a lockdown baby. Um, And as well as that, um, we've had a beautiful family at St Andrews who are um, adopting an absolutely gorgeous nine-month-old baby boy. So there is lots to celebrate. Um, I know in this time there have been couples that have bought properties, there's been job promotions. It has just been amazing to see the blessing of God over the last four months over the people of Horizon. So God, all glory to You. And we are just looking to You for an incredible future that glorifies Your Name in the earth, Lord. Um, But, you know, I wanna speak this morning about um, just, I guess, the impact that this season has had on many and what um, I believe in the heart of God that He wants to do uh, to really help us to go again in this season of reopening. You know, um, it's it's been really interesting, although um, I actually know of very few people personally impacted by contracting COVID itself, I actually know many people who have been impacted by this season and the restrictions that it's held. I, you know, there's been just a sense of a, a pulling back. Even on Freedom Day, you know, the, our, the Freedom Day Monday in Sydney, it was really exciting. I went to get my coffee at 6am at Bianca Nero and I could already see people sitting at tables and enjoying their first cafe breakfast in three and a half, four months. You know, it was just amazing sense of excitement in the air. But also, um, dare I say, an underlying sadness of of what had been lost in, in 
the months just gone. You know, a sense of um, life being disrupted, of milestones that we can't get back, of, of people feeling like my kids now have gaps in their education, or it's just been Groundhog Day, or the sense of loneliness of doing lockdown alone, or, or you know, choose your own adventure. There's really, I think for many of us, in fact, most of us, a sense that we are so happy that things are going back. But maybe, um, you, you know, there, there's a sense that COVID has gotten on us, as, as our senior pastor said to our vision team. Maybe there's that sense that, you know, um, I, I've been impacted by this in a way that I never anticipated. And there's what I describe as a tentativeness in my spirit. You know, I've, I do watch the news and I, I quite enjoy it, you know, just um, engaging with current affairs and, and the news of the day. Um, but I noticed on the news, like many businesses saying, although restrictions have rolled back, although, um, our government is committed to reopening things and reopening them quickly and safely, we feel a sense of tentativeness. Like, I don't want to reopen because maybe I'll just have to close again. It's almost like um, vision has been impacted, entrepreneurialism has been impacted, and there's that sense of holding back to watch and wait, um, maybe a little bit of fear. Well, this morning, I want to say God knows how to minister. In fact, He's got a long history of ministering to people just like you and me, who may feel that sense of tentativeness, who may may not have been directly impacted by the pandemic as such, but may feel that sense of shrinking back. You know, God's destiny for you and God's desire for you is that you would be one that doesn't shrink back, but one that presses forward and has a spirit of faith and a sense of trust. But you know, um, to actually just jump from a place of that to that, that that sense of moving forward. God actually wants to do something for you in the middle to actually prepare you for that, to minister to some of the losses. And so this morning, I actually wanna talk about two events, one in the life of Moses and one in the life of Peter. And to actually look at how does God deal with people who've had an interruption? How does God deal with people? How does He set people like you and me up to go again in faith, to to realise our destiny in Him when there has been a major interruption? Well, I wanna start with Acts and the context of this in Acts 7, 33 to 36 is actually Stephen's speech to the Sanhedrin. And Stephen is recapping the long salvation history that God has put together. It's a beautiful summary and absolutely worth reading in its entirety. But this morning, I just wanna read a couple of scriptures and it's about Moses. And Stephen says, Then the Lord said to him and being Moses, Take off your sandals, for the place where you are standing is holy ground. I um, have indeed seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their groaning and have come down to set them free. Now come, I will send you back to Egypt. I love this next line. This is the same Moses they had rejected with the words, who made you ruler and judge? He was sent to be their ruler and deliverer by God Himself through the angel who appeared to Him in the bush. He led them out of Egypt and performed wonders and signs in Egypt at the Red Sea and for 40 years in the wilderness. Isn't that amazing? They rejected Him, but God redeemed His destiny because all along God had something planned for Him. 
The second excerpt from Scripture I want to read is actually from John 21, 4 to 6. And the context of it is Peter, had, it was in a major season of discouragement. You know, he had walked with Jesus, but he then at the end denied Jesus three times, saw Him crucified and landed in a place of really deep, deep disheartened discouragement. It says in John 21, 4-6, Early in the morning, Jesus stood on the shore, but the disciples did not realise that it was Jesus. He called out to them, Friends, haven't you any fish? No, they answered. He said, Throw your net on the right side of the boat and you'll find some. When they did, they were unable to haul the net in because of the large numbers of fish. This morning, I wanna share a message entitled, Time to Go Again. You know, the Christian life is absolutely a blessed one. You know, you have an inheritance that cannot be bought or sold. You have something in Jesus Christ that no government, no work of man, no evil uh, could ever snatch from you. You know, um, there's this hymn that says, no, um, no scheme of hell, no scheme of man can ever pluck me from His hand. That is the Christian life. Even in a pandemic, we are a blessed people. However, there can be, even in the life of a Christian, massive setbacks and failures. And actually, it's actually in that very context that God has called these two men. You know, Moses was set apart from birth. He deeply sensed the call, uh, a call of God to deliver Israel from 400 years of slavery. And yet at the age of 40, you know, 40 year olds, man, you are a force to be reckoned with. If you're in your 40s, God has got, you've got to be reminded, God has a great destiny for you. But in his 40s, he took matters into his own hands. He totally fleshed out in the call of God and actually killed an Egyptian. And as a result, he ended up running to Midian and really abandoning the dream, kind of abandoning the call in his own heart, abandoning um, the, the call to be a deliverer and probably reasoned it's over. My greatest days are behind me. They've been lived. I now need to retire and hide. And it's into that context that the Word of God comes to him and says, go again. You know, that go to the place actually that you were rejected in. Go to the place where you had your deepest sense of failure. Go to the place where everything seemed like it was over because I need you to be an instrument of God's purpose to shape a nation. You know, with Peter, he shared a deep friendship with Jesus. He walked with Him. He had revelation with Him. You know, He's the one who says, you are the Christ. He's the one who stepped out on the, the wind and the waves with Jesus. And yet He's the one that denies Jesus three times and has a deep sense of failure and regret and in fact has His dreams crushed. Well, in that He does what most of us would do and maybe we've done this in this pandemic, in this time of lockdown. We go back to what is most comfortable. We go back to what gives us the dopamine hit or gives us that sense of comfort in a time of pain and uncertainty. 
And Jesus actually finds him and encounters him right in that place where he's escaped to and steps into his failure. And again, just like with Moses, calls Peter to go again. You know, you've been out all night, he says, you've caught absolutely nothing in your own efforts. Just like with Moses activating the call in his own flesh, Peter tried in his own ability to do what He knew to do, and that is to catch fish. But it wasn't until Jesus stepped into that place of failure, that place that He'd retreated to in comfort to find comfort and cause Him to go again. And of course, He has this incredible catch. This morning, I believe the Word of God to the people of Horizon is, it is time to go again. You know, maybe you've had a season where you are passionate for God's work. Maybe you're a young adult and you, you've had dreams in your heart through your teens to serve God, to, to be an amazing business person, to study and show yourself approved, to go to Bible college, to serve the Lord. But maybe you've become weary Maybe in the last two years, you've had a deep sense of discouragement that at what you deem to be the prime of your life, there has been um, you know, a, an interruption. You are girl interrupted or guy interrupted. Well, God, right in the middle of that, wants to say to you that your most fruitful days are not finished. Your most fruitful days are to come. And in fact, He's saying, are you willing to be empowered by me to go again? Maybe for you, you're a parent with a child away from the Lord and you've been praying fervently and you are deeply discouraged because what you see with your eyes isn't, um, isn't encouraging at all. And yet God would say, would you keep going? And in fact, would you go again to pray for that child? Because it's not over. There is a miracle that I wanna perform. Maybe God is calling you to have an influence in the very place that you have sensed your deepest failure. Maybe God's asking you to trust again in the place that you are hurt. Maybe God is asking you, like He did Peter, leave the place of your comfort and would you follow me? You know, church has been in some senses comfortable. It's been, you know, obviously a very uncertain season, but it's had its comforts to it that we've retreated to. And maybe God is speaking to you this morning and saying, hey, would you shake off the pyjamas? Would you shake off the comfort? Because I have a greater destiny that will satisfy you in a way this never, ever will. God is saying, will you go again? Will you trust Will you love the lost? Will you make room for me? Well, this morning I wanna pray over you as we look at this Word that God would bless you, open your heart to what He has for the next season and empower you to go again. God, I just thank You that You have called the people of Horizon Church to go again, that You can change hearts, You can refresh our spirits, God, and You can cause us to fulfil the destiny that You have for us in Jesus' Name. Well, firstly, we go again on a word from God. You know, in both Moses and Peter's stories, um, failure occurred, discouragement happened, and it was right in the midst of that that the word comes to go again. Moses is in the middle of the desert. He's been there for 40 years. And it, it's so funny that, that um, God's antidote to Moses' impatience to grab a hold of the call of God or what he thinks is the call of God at age 40 and to take it into his own hands and kill the enemy. Um, God actually says, well, I'm gonna deal with your impatience. I'm sending you to a desert. It's gonna look like you're running away, but really this is my perfect um, school for you. Just as Pastor Brad talked about John 
Jonah and the belly of the fish being like a Bible college. Well, Moses' Bible college was the, the patient work, the Groundhog Day really of the desert. The same, same, the day in, day out of attending to sheep while God was attending to him. Little did he know. Maybe you've been a parent um, in Groundhog Day, in this lockdown, you know, walking with your child through homeschool. Um, and it's been perhaps discouraging, maybe really disruptive, but somewhere in it, God is dealing with you. Well, Peter also had been fishing all night. It was fruitless fishing. And it's in the midst of this failure that the Word comes. And the truth is when a Word comes, you may not feel the Word, but we live by every word that comes from the mouth of God. It may not make logical sense. And yet God is saying, we don't, we don't walk by what we see, we walk by faith. It doesn't always have to have a logical and sequential, I guess, outworking of it. We need to trust God. And our circumstances, of course, may not match the Word. But God wants to interrupt your situation with a Word that will change your situation. You know, I want to mention too that oftentimes with the call of God and God's destiny on our lives, it's about an appointed time. There's a way that He wants to outwork things. And, um, you know, with both Moses and Peter, they took matters into their own hands. But the minute the Word came, God orchestrated their destiny. You know, in this season, it's been an interesting one. And I've, I've seen many people left to their own thoughts. And, and by the way, I think Pastor Brad and Pastor Ali's series, uh, What's On Your Mind has been such a word in season. And I would encourage you to go back and listen to those things as we prepare to go again. Because I've seen people in this season left to their own thoughts, a lot of time on your own. And I've seen people make inner vows where, I'll never risk in that business again. I'll never trust that man or that woman with my heart again, or a man or a woman with my heart again. I'll never be vulnerable again. You know, we actually need to come out of agreement with those words so that we can actually receive the Word of God. You know, God wants to break into our situation. He wants to give us a fresh Word, a fresh encounter right where you're at in that place of discouragement and maybe a sense of interruption and failure. And God wants, wants to encourage you, come out of agreement with that Word, that inner vow, and come into agreement with what I'm saying for this new season to go again. Do you know one Word from God can break the spirit of failure over your life? Do you know one word from God uh, can actually unlock your destiny? You know, it, oftentimes we think that it's this long and arduous process of healing and restoration. And yes, I do believe time is such a key ingredient in the way God works, as we can see from both these stories. But, you know, it can just be a word that unlocks the work of the last two years and releases you into your destiny. Parents, you can use a word to declare destiny over your children. I declare over my boys every single day, Mum and Dad love you. We are so proud that you're our sons. We believe in you. You are so handsome. You're so clever. You're gonna do great things with your life. You know, words can declare and unlock destiny. 
God wants to declare over you this morning, it is time to go again. It's time to cast out your nets again. It's time to follow God into the great unknown. It's time to go again on a word from the Lord. Well, secondly, it's time to go again in faith. You know, it's been really interesting in this season. um, There is a debate in our community over the value of safety versus freedom and future. It's been an interesting tension to hold because particularly as a parent, both are equally important values. One is not more important than the other. Um, It's about how we apply both. But it seems like some of us, many of us, and me included in some areas, we, we fear letting go of the safety maybe of lockdown. We'll take back some freedoms, but I'm not so sure my spirit and my heart, my soul's ready to actually run into the future that God has for me. But you see, the risk And the faith required is so worth it because of the future God has for you. You know, both Moses and Peter faced this decision. Both of them faced the decision, will I remain stuck at my point of failure, safe from another blow, escaping disappointment, or will I move in faith into the next phase of my destiny? Will I remain in the back blocks of Midian where it's safe, where it may be Groundhog Day, it may be pretty predictable and pretty boring, but I'll never ever risk failure. I'll never be disappointed. I'll never be discouraged. I'll just be very safe, but also I'll be very unfulfilled and I'll never see the glory of God in what He wants to do in a nation. Maybe Peter had the same thought, if I just stay fishing, it may be boring, it may be disappointing some nights when I don't catch anything, but I'll be safe, safe from failure, safe from embarrassment, safe from shame. Yet God wants to shake that and He wants to take your failures, your struggles, uh, the things that you globalise and make an identity out of, and He wants to say, hey, it is time to move forward in faith. The setbacks and the discouragements can actually act as a faith blocker. They can actually keep you safe somewhat. You know, there's no denying there's a sense of comfort and safety in not moving forward in faith, but you'll never feel truly fulfilled. You'll never realise what God made you for, what He he actually puts you on this earth to do. So I believe it is a time for us, church, to move forward forward in faith, to take a hold of a fresh Word from God that God is giving you for this season and to move forward in faith. I have a beautiful friend who in her 20s came into salvation. Um, She's an amazingly accomplished and intelligent human being. She's studied international relations and all sorts of things. She just is so inspiring to me. And she came to faith at university. And she was powerfully called by God around the time of her salvation. She knew God had spoken to her. I'm going to be a leader um, in the great end time harvest. God is gonna put His, God's put His hand on my life to raise me as someone that He will use to see many souls saved. Well, the years rolled on and there was many pains and disappointments. There was rejection at a ministry level. There was breakups in her romantic sphere of life. There was the temptation on so many levels to nurse bitterness, hurt, rejection, and to pull back to a very safe and guarded life. Well, she chose at every point, faith, 
forgiveness, responsiveness to the Word of God, even a word from God to move interstate to a place where she knew nobody. She had no particular connections to take a role that God was calling her to. Well, in response to moving out on a word and moving out in faith, God has blessed her life. He has prospered her. Has there been hard times? Absolutely. There's been many times where we've been on the phone praying together, standing for breakthrough. But God has blessed her. He's blessed her ministry. She's now pastoring a significant church in a particular state. She's married a wonderful man of God and together they're moving forward in the purposes of God. And she is seeing God's mercy and kindness at every turn as she moved forward in faith as opposed to staying in the safety of failure and defeat. Don't throw away in doubt what God wants you to walk in faith in. You know, single people in this season, it's very easy to go, oh, like, God, you've taken away every opportunity for me to meet somebody. And I wanna say to you this morning, move forward in God, in faith. God knew this pandemic would happen and He has your future sealed. God is working on your behalf. Don't stop praying. Don't stop seeking Him. Can I say where it's been comfortable to sit back in your lounge room and enjoy church, don't shrink back in faith fear, go forward in faith and gather again with your community. God has tremendous things that He wants to pour out on your life as you gather again with the saints. Maybe it's a business thing and God is saying to you, it's time to go again. Yes, it's a risk. Yes, it involves discomfort. But God is saying, go again and go in faith. It's time to move forward in faith. Well, finally, go again in the power of the Spirit. And this is so essential. You know, we are living in a very concrete materialistic society right now. It's very easy for it to logic it out, to, to look at one plus one equals two, and it does. And I believe in logic and rationale and they're important things. I believe that we should think through and weigh up but if we take out the power of the Spirit, we're taking out the greatest force for God to empower us and, and, and thrust us into our destiny. You know, when the Word of God comes, the Spirit clothes us in power. The Word isn't just, God says, you know, not one word will fall to the ground. It will not return void, but it will accomplish that with which it's sent out to do. And the reason why is the Holy Spirit actually saturates the Word and empowers us. When the Word comes, power comes. It's not devoid of power, but actually there is a power attached to the Word of God to clothe you for your destiny. And actually it requires us to step forward in faith, to actually see His power demonstrated in our lives. You know, sometimes the dying, the failures, the setbacks are to do with where our source of strength lay. You know, originally Moses knew he was called Moses had a deep sense from birth that he was called. You know, I can imagine his mother, Jochebed, when she's nursing him for the Egyptian woman, you know, saying to him, your name's Moses and you are called by God. Never forget it. She was probably declaring over him as she nursed him in those years, destiny. And he sensed it right through his life. But to take matters in his own hands was a demonstration that he was trying to fulfil that call through, through human means, very carnal, very fleshly means, things that were obvious to him, but certainly weren't in the heart of God. 
when Moses was born, he was called no ordinary child, but it took an outworking of God's purposes to fulfil his spirit, um, spirit breathed mission. You know, God wanted to clothe him in power for the task. God didn't want him to rely on the arm of the flesh or rely on logic and rationale and the things like being the son of a king growing up in a palace. God wanted him to rely only and solely on the Spirit of God. And He wants the same for you. When it comes to Peter, he was passionate. He was dynamic. He was always willing to have a go. But God wanted to take him to the next level. God wanted to clothe him with power. You know, he was wonderful. He was all that in a cup of tea at the beginning. I really like Peter. I relate to it. But it wasn't until he was clothed with power on the day of Pentecost that the ordinary became extraordinary, that he became the bedrock of the New Testament church, that he became bold and brave to witness to Jesus Christ. You know, God wants to clothe you with power. He wants to empower you for that which He calls you. It may seem risky to go again, but when the Word comes, when we move out in faith on the basis of a Word, there is an empowering, there is an anointing. The presence of God wants to come and He wants to empower you for great feats, great works. Like Daniel says, those that know their God will do awesome feats. God wants to empower you to do that. You may not feel very equipped right now. You may feel a little war weary. You may feel very beaten about by lockdown. You may even feel, you may even be questioning your own abilities and, and capacities. And God wants to come in the midst of that and refresh you right at your place of discouragement, right at your place of failure and setback. He wants to interrupt the interruption and empower you to go again. I love the Scripture that says of Joseph, and again, Joseph, an incredible character who through setbacks, failures, terrible, terrible things, God worked in the midst of it to raise a Prime Minister of an empire. It says in Genesis 41, 62 of Joseph, and he says this of himself actually, God has made me fruitful in the land of my grief. Maybe you're feeling like this. Maybe you are grief, grieved. There is a deep grief that has come with lockdown and it doesn't pay us to deny that. It doesn't pay us to just blithely go into life as if nothing happened. We need to acknowledge it because God works in the area of truth and honesty as we're vulnerable before Him. You know, Joseph said, this was the land of my grief the land of my losses. And yet right there in that land, God has made me fruitful. God wants to do the same for you. You may feel there's been deep losses. You may feel deeply discouraged and very gun shy about moving ahead. You may feel a deep sense of tentativeness in your spirit and you just wanna shrink back into safety rather than go again on a word from God. Well, God wants to make you fruitful in the land of your grief today. And so I wanna pray for you. God, I just thank You for every person that is listening this morning. Holy Spirit, I just thank You that You wanna empower them. There is no way, God, that You would ever call us to go again without the power of the Holy Spirit. God, we just thank You that You can accomplish in one moment, God, what, what would take many years. 
God, I just thank You right now as we contemplate returning to face-to-face services, as many are slowly returning to the office, as schools are resuming and all sorts of things. I declare over every person that You have power. I declare over You today the empowerment of the Holy Spirit to go again, to be healed in Jesus' Name. I pray for encouragement for those that are downcast. God, I pray for energy for those that are feeling weary. And I just thank You, God, for the power of Your Holy Spirit that can thrust us forward to go again in the power of the Spirit. Maybe you're listening this morning and and you are um, actually far away from God. Maybe lockdown has caused you to really drop drop the ball on your relationship with God. Well, the beauty of that this morning is there's no judgment. God's whole heart is reconciliation. God's whole heart is to bring you back. If I was to say, what is He saying to you this morning? He would be saying in the most loving tones ever, come back. Come back home to me, come back to me. Maybe you've never known Him. Well, He's the kind of Father that prepares a home for you before you even know to turn back home. And He's calling you home too. Maybe for you, Freedom Day is actually coming back to the Lord Jesus Christ and saying yes to Him. Literally, He's a prayer away, He's with you. Maybe you've sensed His presence as I've been preaching this morning. I wanna pray for you. If you wanna come back home today, Why don't you pray after me? Dear Jesus, I believe in You. Come into my heart and be my Saviour. I receive Your forgiveness, love and complete acceptance. I am now set free from my past. I am now a child of God. Thanks for listening to this week's message. For more info about Horizon Church, please visit our website at hz.church. Have a fantastic day and we hope to see you again soon.